You're listening to the Grace Slice Podcast. I'm Eve Stipes, and together with my co-host, Ruth Jo Simons, today we're talking about the last principle in a series all about embracing your limitations. Today's topic, leaving room for the unexpected. If you're like me, you might naturally tend toward wanting to control your schedule. I'm sure you know what I mean. Filling things so full that when you get sick, it feels like the whole world is going to fall apart. Or meeting a new friend and having to schedule a day to hang out about six weeks in advance. But what does it mean to make space for new things that God can do? Let's talk about it. Well, if you've been listening to our conversations, it might be tempting to take the last five episodes and treat it a little bit like a formula. Yeah. Thinking that if we can just say no with confidence, if we can just exercise faith or prioritize connection, that if we can manipulate all the ways in which we're doing our lives, the the complicated lives that we have, (laughs) and that we can somehow work it out and have our capacity and our limitations, um, strategized, strategized fully and perfectly, right? I'm so tempted to think that way. But what happens when God interrupts your plans? Mm. The truth is that we all need margin, rest, space to process life and think through all the things that the Lord is doing in our lives and in our communities. We need space to respond to the Lord, but that doesn't mean that we have to do all those things well all the time. We're not actually in charge of our lives and we can't control every minute of our days. Hmm. We really actually have to trust the Lord. And I think that's the whole goal of this entire series is that we embrace our limitations, not by just strategizing better and making sure that, oh, I might have this limitation, but I'm going to make sure that my life is perfectly worked out and I don't let a ball drop ever, and Here's I am deal DMing it. it all yeah. the way to the end. Yeah. But rather, we get to the end of this series and say, I'm going to embrace my limitations by embracing the God who gave them to me. Mm. Yeah. I. It's so funny when we talk about this topic, and even I think about like trying to manipulate things into submission, mm-hmm. I am admittedly so bad at leaving room for the unexpected. It, this has been a lifelong struggle for me, honestly. Like I can look back even to high school and college, hmm. my 20s, and even now it's something I wrestle with. And you mentioned this phrase, I think maybe in our first or second episode, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And that has to be like one of the top five things that my mom constantly reminds me of when I call her and I'm excited about like, well, what about this or this? And she's like, that's great. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. I can really idolize efficiency if I'm not careful. And for Mm -hmm. me, that means like, how do I fill this and make it work and have it happen exactly as I planned? But that leaves zero room for a lot of the things we've talked about. Like sometimes I don't schedule rest. Sometimes I don't have time to just respond. Like when the Lord really like impresses something on your heart through a conversation or through a podcast you just listened to or part of a book you just read or in your time with him in the morning, if you've scheduled your day so full that you just have to go to the next thing, there's no time to like think and reflect and talk about it, to have that conversation with the Lord or with other people about what it is that he's putting on your heart. Exactly. I mean, I think the idol of efficiency is such a good way to put it because we start worshiping 
what we want to get out of a day, right? Yeah. So we start filling in so much that it's almost like when you look at our schedules, it kind of reflects what we think about Matters. God's role in our lives, right? Yeah. We Because if we think that God has to fit within this tiny little spot that we leave room for, you know, a little time with the Lord, a little time for my Bible reading, we are really putting him in a spot where he's not actually ruler and Lord over Mm. every moment of our day, but that he's somehow compartmentalized into, oh, this is where I have that little conversation. I tell him what I'm struggling with and I hear what he has to say about it when really he wants all of us and everything that we're doing actually he has something to say about all of it. And sometimes we don't hear because we haven't left any margin for it. I think about what um, John Mark Comer says in his book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And he defines it this way. He defines margin saying margin is the space between our load and our limits. And here's the thing. God is the Lord of both our load and our limits. Mm. And so margin is that space that we leave open knowing that, God also has to speak into that as well. Yeah. And for most of us, we kind of fill in that margin with a ton of other things that we think should be about, should be a part of our lives and leave zero room for the unexpected, meaning not just the unexpected, like when a trial is unexpected or when a diagnosis is unexpected or when um, our child gets in trouble and we need to like (laughs) deal with that. It's not even just that, but that's also part of it. We we don't leave room for when God wants to do something totally different with our lives. And we're so blindsided when we're actually having to deal with something that um, maybe is a major pivot. Like, yeah. is there room? I mean, I guess the question that I have to ask both me and you and to our listeners as well is, have we left room in our lives to make changes, to respond to him, to um, do something that we didn't expect to do, to use our lives in a way we didn't expect to. Because here's the thing, our limitations and our capacity, it's tempting to look at our limitations and our capacity and assume a lot of things about our lives and assume Mm -hmm. that we know all about our future and know all about what our days are going to be about based on our limitations and capacity. But when we look at scripture, it's really not that way at all. God always flips everything upside down, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think about in Proverbs and Proverbs 19:21 it says many are the plans in the mind of a man but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand right like we have lots of plans and the disciples are maybe like the quintessential example of how this works all of the men that Jesus called to walk with him for those 3 years of public ministry like they already had lives they were fishermen they were a tax collector they had a trajectory They kind of probably knew what they were going to do with their family and the job that they were going to work. And Jesus flips it on its head. Like he comes and says, follow me. And they say, yes, like they go. And man, that had to be an interruption (laughs) to their life and what they thought they were going to do and, and how life was going to be. And even after they decided to follow him, then even then they're, whole lives and their plans for how they were going to live as disciples, that was changed as well, right? Because Jesus tried to warn them, like, I'm not going to be always with you (laughs) in body just like this. 
but they still were like, what in the world? This is what, yeah, he what meant? just happened. He, he actually, this is Died. what he meant when he said that this is, I wasn't forever going to be with you this way Yeah, because their leader ended up dying and mm. resurrecting and sending the Holy Spirit to be with him. Like that was not exactly what they thought, thought. was planned when they said, I will lay down my job as a tax collector. Or I'm going to lay down my job as a fisherman and I'm going to follow him. Meaning like their first idea of their lives was turned on its head. But then even their second iteration of following Jesus, that might've seemed to them like we're following a leader. We're with a champion. We're with yeah. the guy who's going to like turn things around and we're with a miracle worker. Mm-hmm. He's, he's our leader. And then he goes away and suddenly they have to realize that Peter, who didn't probably didn't even imagine himself as a leader before, was now given the task of building the church. Right. Paul, who thought his capacity was amazing as a Pharisee, who was <laughs> well-learned and was popular, ended up spending the rest of his days in a prison cell. Yeah. He would have never imagined that God would give him some of the most fruitful ministry days from a limited capacity in yeah. prison. So, I mean, that's just two stories, right? But I think about all the ways in which we think we get it all. We we think we have it all figured out by reading the room and looking at our abilities and our where we lack, where we are strong, what what our giftings are, what our limitations and capacities are. We're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I got it. I know where I'm headed. And yet, Eve, we've got to stop and say, am I even leaving room in my heart, in my mind, and in my actual schedule for God to say, change of plans. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use you in a way that you did not expect. I'm going to take you to a place you did not plan to go. Yeah. And that happens can happen on a micro level or on a mm-hmm. macro level, right? That can For be, sure. I'm in the grocery store checkout line and I end up having a really great conversation with the woman behind me and it turns to spiritual things. And like, do I have time to sit and engage in that conversation? Oh, so or am I like, yeah. ah, I gotta go. I have to be at the next thing like five minutes ago and sorry, maybe we can pick this up. So that's kind of the micro level or the macro level where I remember when I, first started, I've said this before, like I started college and I was determined that I was going to be a doctor. Like that's what I thought I was going to do. And when the Lord made it really clear that actually I wasn't going to go to medical school, there was a different direction. I was floored. Like, what do you mean? This isn't what we're going to do. Like we've been going this direction for a very long time. And, and it was, you know, all in his sovereignty. And I can totally look back and see how he worked those things out and and all of the different things, stories that he was weaving. But yeah, is it, you know is that it both a devastating? Of us, you know that both of us thought that we were going to go to medical school, right? Isn't it so, so now, too, not like <laughs> would be doctors, dropouts before we even get to medical school, would be doctors, <laughs> basically are now in ministry together, creating yeah. resources and content and talking about all our personal stuff on a podcast. So. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, but in that time frame, it's like, well, if I if I had really planned out like hardcore the next several years, the Lord just blew those up. Like it yeah. was not what he had. Yeah. It was not what he was going to do. And I had to have space, mental space mm-hmm. and emotional space to like receive that. It's like, okay. 
And here's the thing. God can get our attention however he chooses. Meaning mm-hmm. just because you don't choose to make margin doesn't mean he's going to keep He won't silent. make it. <laughs> but he'll make it. And yeah. sometimes that means that he, I, I remember, and I'm not saying, this is not me saying I'm determining and telling everybody this is exactly what God's will was. But I remember specifically coming down with COVID at a time where I thought I could keep pushing. Yeah. And it became a gift to actually literally say, oh, well, now, now I will I'm going to rest. I will not. And I think most of us can recall a time where perhaps we were sick at the most inconvenient time hmm. or um, we had to go into surgery for something that we were like, wait, that was so unexpected. I don't know why I have to have this taken yeah. care of right now. Whatever it is, it's it. God really can at any given time say, I'd love to really have uninterrupted time with you. And I'm going to find that time through either, you know, for me, sometimes it's that he interrupts my sleep and I really love to sleep (laughs) the whole night through perfectly, but certain seasons, whether it's because I have anxiety and I struggle and I'm worried and I'm actually taking that to the Lord at weird hours of the night, or he's just like, you didn't make much margin for me during the day. And so this is a time where I'm going to get your attention and it's really helped me reset and go, yeah, the Lord really has my attention when he wakes me up at four in the morning. Mm -hmm. I'd really love to talk to him at some other time besides four in the morning. Right. So Lord, I would like to acknowledge my desperation in other times, not just at four. Mm -hmm. So maybe we can just sleep during that time. And then (laughs) I can talk to you at another time. And it's actually kind of true in my life. I'm not saying it's true for everybody, but for me, a lot of times he creates the margin that I haven't created for him to speak to me. And so when we say make room for the unexpected, maybe it's even just a little bit of a wake up call for both of us and for anyone who's listening in just to say, God is at work and you're not in control of your own life. Yeah. So make room lest he make room for you because he will Direct your steps, even if you've laid it out perfectly. If you're enjoying the conversations we're having here on the Grace Lace podcast, we think you'll love the Grace Lace Collective community. Join with a monthly or annual subscription and access exclusive content and encouragement directly from Ruth. You can connect and grow with a community of like-minded women who want to love Jesus more and find ways to apply the God's word to their everyday lives. And you'll be inspired to embrace the season you're in with fun lifestyle resources from Ruth and the Grace Lace team that you can't get anywhere else. If you're ready to exchange the noise of social media for authentic, gospel-centered content, join us. Learn more at gracelacedcollective.com. Yeah. Well, and again, even back to the super practical, like there are so many needs around us, whether it's your neighbor or a friend where something comes up for them. And I want to be able to say yes, to say, yeah, I could take a meal over there tonight, or I can watch your kids for a couple hours, or Mm -hmm. I can help set up this thing at this event, you know, like they're just to have space to say yes. And so often I do not have space to say yes. I think, oh, I would really love to help with that, but I am at capacity right now. Well, you know, our friend John Mark Comer, I'm going to quote him again. <laughs> yeah. He actually says, 
Hurry is the death of prayer and only impedes and spoils our work. It never advances it. Mm, that is true. And that's just what you were just saying. Exactly. Like whether the the work, the good work is taking a meal to a neighbor or the work mm. is, you know, your day job or the work is mothering your children, hurrying and being like, okay, I'm going to hurry and I'm going to push everything really tightly into my schedule so that I never have to, you know, slow down. Yeah. Just get it to the actually next thing. doesn't actually advance the good work at all. It only eliminates the ability to like listen in, to mm. pray, to trust him and to respond to the call when he brings somebody in our lives. Like you said, I, mm-hmm. I, I love what you described about the grocery store line because we're so often so in a hurry that we don't see the mission field right in front of us, or we don't see the opportunities right in front of us when we're yeah. really asking, Lord, use me. Yeah. But we're so busy and so hurried that, um, yeah, that we don't even make margin for that. Well, and it's like you said, is, are we trying to control our own life and manipulate things? Are we saying like, Lord, use me in this way at this time? Or are we truly like standing like humble and open-handed and saying, use me however you say, however you see fit. And I've left space for that to be a reality. What do you think are our like practical, what do we do with this? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think we did this on another episode, but I'm a real fan of just opening up a journal or even taking your notes app and just making record of the things that you're processing. Because I think Mm -hmm. what happens is we are so busy and we're, (laughs) there's so much vying for our attention or a kid could walk into, you know, your child could walk into the room and suddenly you forgot everything you were thinking about. That never happens. It never happens. (laughs) But it's really helpful sometimes to even jot down a series of questions to ask yourself. And if you don't have time to think about it all in one block of time, you can come back to it and say, okay, I'm going to intentionally engage this so that I don't just nod my head and say, yeah, even Ruth, they totally get where I, what I've been mm-hmm. feeling, but to say, I'm going to do something about it. And so here are some questions. I think I've got six of them here. Jot it down. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, just make them your own, reword them how you, you need to. But these are six questions that we think are a good way for us to start assessing whether we've made margin yeah. and we've made room for the unexpected. So number one would be, do I make time for rest? So rest is so important. Do I make time for that kind of margin in my life? Number two, is there space in my day to listen to the Lord and how he might be leading me? Not just talking, not just telling him what quiet space, you know, all the things that are going wrong in my life, but to actually listen to him. Number three, do I have enough margin that forced rest or illness won't destroy my life. As in, (laughs) do I have enough margin that if something really hard comes along, that not everything's going to fall apart? Yeah. Number four, do I have enough margin to meet needs in other people's lives like you just talked about? Can I take a meal to a friend? Can I um, stop and talk to somebody about the gospel when I'm asked? Do I have room to um, serve others and to make pivots in my life Mm. based on what the Lord's telling me to do? So do I have enough margin to meet the needs in other people's lives? Number five, if I met someone new, do I have space in my schedule to be able to connect with them? That's a tough one. Yeah. If we're made for a connection or relationship, 
um, have I created enough margin to let the Lord bring somebody new in my life? And number six, is there space for others to speak into my life? And that's a really good one. It's mm-hmm. a, as in, um, have I so built out my life that I can't invite wise and good godly counsel? Yeah. Got to make space for that. Yeah. Those are. It's a good start. Not easy questions. Yeah. It's not exhaustive, but I think no. definitely these six are a good way for us to start assessing like, hey, have I created margin or have I kind of numb myself out with so much filled in thinking that I'm just stewarding my time really well. But if the Lord were to bring a trial or if I were to meet somebody new, like suddenly it's a huge disruptance and I haven't left any margin to respond in obedience to the Lord. Yeah. I think that leads us really well into kind of calling out the gospel truth for this episode and why it matters. And, and really this is, kind of the wrap up, right? This is our last episode um, of you and I talking for this season. And the whole concept is gospel based. Like we have to embrace our limitations. God gave them to us. He made us to not be God. He made us to be human and we get to lean into him. We get to show others that he is able when we are not, um, when we practice slowing down, when we embrace the limitations that he's given us, we show people like, yeah, he's God and I'm not. That's so good, Eve. Exactly. I mean, we get to really show the world and our families and even to remind our own hearts that we were created to need him. Mm -hmm. And so what's one small thing you're going to do in response to even this making margin to remind yourself that you need him and that you can't fill up your every moment of your day. Yeah. I think this is truly a small step, (laughs) but I think what I would like to do is put in 30 minutes in my afternoon where I We'll just have the margin to like go outside with my kids, especially as the weather starts Mm -hmm. to get nicer and our neighbors are out more. You know, I don't always make space to connect with those neighbors. I'm like, if I see them, great. If I don't, okay. But I know I have one neighbor in particular that I know will come outside if they see us outside. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. making the space to say like, okay, we're going to go and we're just going to chat for 30 minutes and we'll see where it goes and see how the Lord leads and what things come up. Um, but just building in time that's not scheduled for a task. Yeah. Well, I haven't done this yet myself, but mine's similar to yours because I think what would make a huge difference for me is if I, whether it's an alarm that goes off or I just have a standing part of my schedule where I say, this is where I take a walk. I live out of town. So this is where I take a river walk in town. And anytime I meet a new friend or I need to connect with somebody that's not actually in my Mm -hmm. immediate life that I've already prioritized, that that's the slot that it fits into, that it fits Mm. into my river walk talk time so that I know that there's always room. There's a standing spot for um, connecting with somebody locally or in Mm -hmm. town or um, with somebody that needs to meet with me, but doesn't fit into the rest of my schedule. So um, 
I mean, don't start scheduling the river talks for me yet, but <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm not quite sure I can do that in this particular season right now, but that really is one small step that I think would be yeah. really helpful. And I think that the thing to be noted about both yours and mine is almost like determining where that goes in the schedule, yes. right? So maybe even smaller, even smaller step than that would be to say, hey, once a week on this day, I'm going to carve out an hour and my alarm's going to go off. And that's when I'm not going to finish any task. I'm going to set everything I down. Stop. Well, yeah, I stop. Yeah, I just do nothing. And, and maybe the do nothing is that that's when I can um, go for a walk and talk to the Lord, or maybe mm-hmm. I can connect with somebody. But that's like, it's almost like um, free period. Yeah. I should study I, hall. It's study hall. That's what it is. I was like, <laughs> what is it called? Um, free period, study hall. You know, where you're like, that's where I can really just say, yeah. this is the. And why do we not create that for ourselves? Yeah, we need a grown-up study hall. We need a grown-up study hall. So (laughs) maybe that's one small step before I even do my river walk schedule. But just aiming for something that is a pre-planned, designated amount of time, not even needing a huge block, but like an hour. Just to pause. Mm -hmm. Just to pause and say, here's where I'm going to say there's margin and room to listen, Mm -hmm. to press in, to not just like get another task done. Yeah. I love that. I've actually requested that we do that as a team a little bit more, but we get busy too. And so (laughs) that's a one small step for the team even just to remember that even if it's every other week, we need an hour scheduled individually where we just say, I'm going to make margin and room to actually think and grow and learn and listen and not be just completing tasks. Well, friends, there's so much more we could have talked about with this whole season's topic, but this is the last episode in the Embrace Your Limitation season, and we hope it's been as encouraging to you as it's been for us. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you get notifications for the next season and any bonus episodes we'll be releasing between now and then. Thank you so much for joining us. 